Well, hello, everyone. This is Naomi with the Planners on Purpose podcast, where the mission is to empower event planners to stress less and live more. And we do that all through the journey of self-discovery. As always, I'm happy to be with you today. How are you guys doing? I hope you're living into your purpose every single day. Today, I wanted to talk about how we use atomic habits to achieve our goals. Everyone has habits that are integrated into our daily lives. For example, when you wake up in the morning, do you check your phone right away? Do you take the time to exercise? We all have habits that run our lives. However, we need to evaluate if these habits are healthy. Do they lead you into your purpose? Do they help you achieve your ultimate goals for your life? You see, that is the difference. We need to be able to foster good habits that all help us progress little by little to our goals. So the habits that we need are atomic habits. Now, how did atomic habits come about? Well, I'm not coming up with this idea all on my own, no. Recently in the Planners on Purpose book club, we discussed the book Atomic Habits by James Clear. And in this book, James shares the many years of his habit studies and showcases what types of habits work best. If you're interested in hearing that book club discussion on habits and what we chatted about, please click the link in the show notes to get that replay and comment along the way and let me know what you think. In this podcast episode, however, I want to share with you a highlight of my learnings from this book and show you how to use atomic habits to achieve your goals. And I'm going to do this in five easy ways. So grab a piece of paper and a pen, pause this episode if you need to, because I'm gonna give you five easy ways you can use atomic habits to achieve your goals. Are you ready? Okay. Number one, recognize the habit cycle. So did you know that the habits that you create have a cycle? A habit is a routine or behavior that is performed frequently or regularly. So perhaps you wake up in the morning and you check your phone immediately. That's a habit. Or as soon as you read an email, you move it into a specific folder in your email system. That's another habit. Now, each habit can be broken down into four different components. These components are a cue, craving, a response, and a reward. Now this is what James Clear refers to as the habit loop. Many of us do not realize that there are these components of a habit, but when you break them down, it can be really revealing where you're having a challenge with or needing help with breaking a habit. For instance, if we use the example of checking your phone immediately when you wake up, you can break this down into the following. Perhaps your cue is that your alarm goes off and that produces a craving to check your phone. And in response to that craving, instead of turning off your alarm, you check your phone. And the reward is that you're now up to date and up to speed on whatever is happening in the world, right? 
Now, an exercise that I encourage you to do that I actually did when I was reading Atomic Habits is to write down your full routine of your notable habits that you have in a day and really look at them to understand them at a deeper level. Ask yourself, what is your cue for this habit? What is the craving in your response? And what reward do you get from every single habit that you regularly do every day? Believe me, this is going to be a pretty eye-opening exercise and you'll see right away where you need to make some changes. So let's talk about these changes and how we make them. We're moving on to number two, guys, creating good habits. Now, creating good habits may seem hard, but James Clear makes it very, very easy for all of us. He created four laws of behavior change, which are make it obvious, make it attractive, make it easy, and make it satisfying. So what you want to do, going back to our habit loop components, is ensure that your cue for the desired behavior that you want to create is obvious, that the craving is attractive, the response is easy, and the reward is satisfying. So let's say we want to stop checking our phone right away in the morning and encourage perhaps some meditation or devotional time for ourselves. Perhaps instead of using our phone as an alarm, we make it obvious to get other means of an alarm. Whether it's an old school alarm, perhaps a standalone alarm designed for that very purpose, because we've made it obvious that we're using something different instead of a phone, it's then attractive for us to turn off the alarm and not be tempted by our phone to check it. It's easy to do and respond because we've eliminated the distraction. And now you can wake up without checking your phone. It's satisfying to not have the pressures of the world barreling down on you as soon as you wake up. Do you see it? It can be easy to set up a good habit if you follow these steps. Now, don't let it stop at your personal life. I'm sure that you have some ugly habits happening in the workplace that you would like to break, right? I know I do. So let's move on to number three, breaking bad habits. And let's find out how to do that. So number three is learning how to break bad habits. And it is easier than you think because it's the inversion of the method that I just described. So in order to break a bad habit, there are four elements. Make it invisible, make it unattractive, make it difficult, and make it unsatisfying. So let's take a work example. In our world of event planning, to sort this one out, let's just say we have a very bad habit of eating healthy or unhealthy while on site. Because many times you could be eating hotel food, eating offsite at restaurants every day, and when the event is over, you have that big celebration meal with your colleagues, right? There's so many unhealthy habits with eating that we can have. And again, if you're in Bangladesh or Budapest or Florida, you always have to eat the local fare while you're there, right? So this is just one bad habit that you want to break. So how do we do that? Let's first make it invisible. Perhaps you need to take away the option that you have by bringing your food or pre-selecting options 
when you're on site that are healthier. This way you don't pay attention to anything that is unhealthy. To make it unattractive, perhaps you use a tracking system for calories so that you know that doing a different meal is going to cost you. And perhaps you make it difficult by having an accountability partner on site with you that encourages you along with your meal plans and makes it fun to stick to your guns. And, you know, make it unsatisfying for yourself by holding yourself accountable with perhaps a habit contract, which James also talks about in his book, so that by breaking your contract with yourself, you give your own self consequences so that you you make sure that you're upholding your end of the bargain. So that are that's the ways to break bad habits. And you can use this method with other things, too. Personally, I love to switch up bad habits into more desirable ones, but using the previous method. But if you have some habits that you truly need to break, this is the way that you do it. Now we're moving on into number four. Number four is the two minute rule. Now, this rule is something that I really love from James's book. Basically, the premise is that you really want to form a good habit in a very easy way. So if you downscale your desirable habit into two minutes or less, that is just one step closer to your goal. So this means if you want to run a marathon, instead of doing a marathon outright and training for that big, big goal, perhaps you need to just put on your workout clothes. And when you've mastered that, then do more. I enjoyed that because it goes along the lines of the 1% progress rule that James talks about in his book. We only need 1% of change in order to change our trajectory of our lives. So if you are doing the smallest change and that is putting on your gym shoes, you are mastering a habit and making yourself just that much better. And over time, and by adding more beneficial small habits onto this, you could run your marathon and more. Now we're at number five, which is learning how to habit stack. Habit stacking can be pretty beneficial when you really wanna make a big impact with those good habits you're creating. This means after you do one good habit, you stack on another one and another. For example, at the end of my day, I wanna make sure I've read all my emails for the day giving them a plan of action, and then I make my plan of action for the next day. Then I log off my time. You see how a good positive action can stack on top of another and it can keep the process going. You could also stack in a way to inspire other good habits you would like to see. If I make my plan for the next day, then I'll get on my tennis shoes and go for a run and so on and so on. Learning how to habit stack can be very beneficial and it can help you make small changes in different areas of your life and that will ultimately lead you to more success. So those are my top five um, things that I've learned from Atomic Habits and ways for you to be able to inspire your own changes with making these wonderful habits. And I'll just review them. Number one is recognize the habit cycle. Number two is how to break bad habits or creating, sorry, creating good habits. Number three is learning how to break bad habits. 
Number four is learning the two minute rule. And number five is learning how to have it stack. That's it folks. I hope it was inspiring for you. There's so much more in James Clear's books and that will inspire and delight you. And I didn't even go over everything here. So I encourage you to pick up the book, give it a read, tag me on Insta or Facebook or however you would like to, and just let me know that you read it and what you learned from it. And based off of hearing this episode, what is one habit that you would like to break or adjust so that it works for you? I encourage you to write that down and get started with the smallest change. Thank you so much for listening to this episode. If you enjoyed it, I welcome you to rate this five stars along your way to your next podcast. Also subscribe if you haven't already so you can get the notifications of when a new episode comes out. Have an inspiring day. Cheers.